0: This episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux Capacitor fluxing
1: crew to stations.
0: Scanning for the Chipmunk Adventure 1987. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners, to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 156, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, L.J. Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Pat the podcast mrs lomax and three other awesome patrons as well thank you all for supporting us on patreon i am francisco ruiz your captain of the pot and sailing with me as always is your xo paul the master interrupter powers xo xo x oh oh hey francisco what's up um, xo who is rewinding with us for the chipmunk adventure This time out, we're
1: joined by a first-time guest. He is the host of the world-famous Saturday Morning Rewind Cartoon Podcast, where he interviews uh, favorite voice actors and discusses the cartoons you loved from the past and today. Welcome aboard, Tim Nidell.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? I'm honored to be here.
0: Hey, Tim. We're very glad, very, very glad to have you. And thank you, Paul. Looking forward to hearing from more about Tim later and also finding out how we each answer this movie's trivial question, which is, of the two antagonist siblings in The Chipmunk Adventure, Klaus Furstein is voiced by Anthony DeLongis, whom, thanks to Saturday Morning Rewind, I learned is a weapons expert, having developed his own whip techniques, which he used to train, among others, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So my question to you guys, or for us, which we'll answer later, what weapon would you want to master training in if you had to travel the world, Allah, traveling the world like chipmunks? Uh, so we will each be answering that question as the show progresses. But for now, XO, here is your course for this episode first our round table discussion will consist of the trailer synopsis production details for the chipmunk adventure then we'll discuss the things we liked and disliked about the movie we'll follow that up with our final reign of classic nostalgic or tragic then come back to our own time with feedback and announcements got that Paul
1: course laid in Alice rewind when ready alert
0: alert approaching target spoilers are coming Establishing Analysis factor. We're on our way around
1: the world.
2: From the deepest sea, to the darkest jungle, to the desert sands.
1: I will make her one of my wives. Dream
2: on, Tiny Tim. To the frozen plains of Antarctica. The Chipmunks and the Chipmats are heading for adventure. The chipmunk adventure starts
0: Friday at a theater near you. It may have started on Friday at a theater near you in our memories or in our past where our memories are created. And here's our memory synopsis for the chipmunk adventure. Worst segue ever. No, there's been worse. Uh, Alvin, Simon and Theodore are done recording their album and decide to vacation by exploring the world via hot air balloon. The chipmunks get mixed up in a crime by their brother and sister. They get told that it's a race around the world, but it's really a way for the siblings to sell off diamonds around the world. The chipmunks make it back home, recharged, and ready to make a new album. Well, I mean, some of that was kind of right, but it seems like most of that might have been incepted. Uh, And I'm sure it's Paul, mainly, who had a lot of that wrong. Not, sure. not me at all uh-huh. i remember uh-huh. those so clearly so those were our memories of the chipmunk adventure but how did we predict this movie would actually pan out before we re-watched it uh for me i thought it was going to be a tragic i it's been a long time before i've seen the, before i watched this movie uh and so i didn't really feel a great need to watch it so i thought that's uh, probably a reason for that uh, how about Nixon. yeah how about you tim
2: I'm going to say a classic because I have seen this movie probably once a year since I was seven. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that there's probably a good I, reason I, that <laughs> with your, cause a lot of your, you know, hosts, you know, they don't watch the movies that often, you know, they that, haven't seen it but I've seen this so many times and I, I adore the classic.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So that's awesome. We are on diametric poles of this. So we're going to have a great discussion, I think. Uh, Paul, how about you?
1: I'm going to go straight down the middle of the Oreo and predict nostalgic.
0: Okay, awesome. Paul, what are the technical production details of this movie?
1: All right, The Chipmunk Adventures, rated G, runs an hour and 17 minutes and was released in theaters on May 22nd of 1987 and stars a few people you may not recognize, but you may recognize some, (laughs) such as... uh, uh, like you said, Anthony DeLongis, and there's, of course, the famous Frank Welker and Nancy Cartwright, and maybe even Dodie Goodman.
0: Am, am I right that Nancy Cartwright is the voice of Bart Simpson? Is yeah. That right? Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Anthony uh, DeLongis, Jeez, DeLongis, I can never get that right. He he voiced a Klaus, as Paul just said, as well as playing Blade in Masters of the Universe, which we covered at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash three, Dottie Goodman voiced Mrs. Miller and also voiced Blanche, or not voice, but played Blanche in *Greece*, which we covered at slash one hundred fifty-two. Nancy Cartwright was the voice behind the Arabian Prince of all people. Well, I guess she does boys usually Arabian Prince <laughs> and Bart Simpson, and also uh, she was the dipped shoe from *Who Framed Roger Rabbit* slash thirty-five. And then, okay, buckle up because it's gonna be a long one here. Frank Walker, who played Sophie, the Native Chef, Baby Penguin, and additional voices, he also wore the character. He was several characters in: The Transformers, the movie, one hundred slash one hundred twenty-five, The Lion King, slash one hundred fourteen, Aladdin, slash one hundred ten, Space Camp, slash one
1: hundred nine, Jumanji, slash eighty-four, The Rescue Down Under, slash seventy-six, The Goofy Movie, slash sixty-eight, The Land Before Time, slash sixty-two, Stargate, slash forty-seven, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, slash thirty-five, The Great Mouse Detective, slash thirty, Ducktales, the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Land, slash nineteen, Explorers, slash seventeen, Independence Day, slash sixteen, Honey and the Kids, slash fourteen, and Super Mario Brothers, the old movie, slash
2: six.
0: My
1: mind or my. basically over half our catalog <laughs> of <much>
2: episodes.
0: <laughs> it sure seems like that.
2: Can true just for a moment? Of here? Course. Oh please. So also the voices of Alvin Simon Theodore, Brittany, uh Jeanette and Eleanor are voiced by Ross Bagdasarian uh, Jr. and Janice Carmen, who are pretty much like the owners of the Chipmunks.
0: Oh right, yes. And wasn't Janice Car- was it Carmen is it, was the
2: director as well Is correct? She is the director's one. They're married in real life, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't realize
2: that. Very and cool. Ross Bagdasarian Jr. is, of course, the son of the uh, creator of the Ross Bagdasarian, right. yeah. Right. Very, very cool. Thanks for bringing that, for uh, letting it, us know about it, that. Actually, I didn't even know this until recently. They actually have continued voicing them since the I noticed 80s. that. Even in the live action movies, they didn't voice them, but they were the singing voices in the movies. Oh,
0: okay. You know, I was wondering about that because I could have sworn yeah. Justin Long was the voice of Alvin in the, the newer yeah. CG movie. So, okay. So, but for the singing, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know
2: that until like a couple years ago. Well,
0: thank you well, so much. That makes me to... feel better. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> thank you for bringing that, that knowledge oh. bomb to us, Tim. Um, my show is all about voice actors. I love voice actors. Awesome. We do too. Uh Paul, how did this movie do at the box office?
1: Um, actually it's kind of unknown because I cannot find the budget of this film, but it made over almost seven million dollars. Okay, so I, if I remember correctly, it
0: was a a big hit, I think. So well, you know, we'll just we'll just guess at that as well. So good right. job, Ivan and Chipmunks. So, of I mean, all the rated
1: yeah. G movies for nineteen eighty seven in the US box office, um Let's see, how many were there? There were seven of them. Where do you think this rated in the U.S. box office?
0: What do you
2: think, Tim? Okay, say that again.
1: So in 1987, there were seven rated G films. And in the U.S. box office, counting the dollars that it made, one through seven, where do you think The Chipmunk Adventure lies?
2: Uh, I want to say three.
0: I'm going to go, I'm going to lowball and say seven.
1: Wow. It's right in the middle at five. <laughs> I would have went higher with that, but uh you're right. It's uh it's uh actually Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs reissue made the uh, most God, money gosh. <laughs> on that. And uh that's all right. But out of in the year nineteen eighty seven, so just keeping in that year, uh huh. Out of there were two hundred and thirty eight movies released that year, Oof, including live action. Sure. Where between 1 and 238, where do you think Chipmunk Adventure came in? I'm going to
0: guess 250. I mean, uh, no.
1: Wow, you have no hope for this film. <laughs> no. It didn't even rate. Between up to 238, you went to 230,
0: <laughs> you went to 250. 225, excuse me. Wow. I'm going to say 175. All right, Tim
1: wins because it's closer to number 100 exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's pretty good. I was, I'm was i surprised to hear that. But good job, Chipmunk yeah. Adventure. And you know what? There must be some reason that it did well. There must be some things that people liked about this movie. And let's actually dive into the things we particularly liked about the Chipmunk Adventure. And let's start with our guest, as we like to. So, Tim, what's one thing you
2: liked about this film? So, looking back on this film, um, I think one of my favorites, I mean, it has to be the characters, right? Sure. No, I mean it doesn't. You mean Alvin Simon? (laughs) (laughs) You
1: mean the characters themselves, Alvin, Simon,
2: Theodore, and like all the people they meet? I've grown up with them since. Okay, I was born. I don't know how old you guys are, but I was born in 1980. So as long as I can remember, there's always been chipmunks in my life. Yeah, nice. Yeah, loving these characters, and so seeing them on the big screen, which I don't think I did. I think we rented the movie. Me too. Same here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty positive we rented it, but just seeing a full length movie. And this quality, you know, the the animation was yeah, it was a lot better. I I love the characters and I guess the animation.
0: Very cool. Okay, nice. Paul, was the animation uh, or the characters one one of the things you liked?
1: Dang it, you had to bring it up, okay? Because that (laughs) classic maker, (laughs) it was. Yes, it is actually is is the animation is actually it's not. I'll save that as my second one, but I'll talk about it now. Okay, there's actually something that I like a little bit better than the quality of the animation where I think... Actually, the character designs, I thought they were very brave. They went very uh, non-traditional as far as like the human characters that had a lot of angles that I thought brought a lot of character. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that, and there was a lot of fluid animation in this that looked really yeah, good
2: true. that I enjoyed. So Do you know why the animation was so beautiful? Because it was hand-drawn? Well, that too, but... <laughs> So Black Cauldron bombed for Disney, Right. yeah, and they fired the majority of the animators. And Ross Bagdasarian picked them up <sighs> and anima- genius. Yes, so that's of- how you do it.
0: <laughs> animators, that's awesome. Yeah, give
1: those give those talented people jobs, and exactly. let us er, uh-huh. reap the benefits.
0: <laughs> so something that uh, I'm not sort of in that camp at all with you guys, but that's okay. Uh, the thing I liked, one of the things I really liked, was uh, the boys of and girls of rock and roll song. I just that was just such a jamming tune. I, I very liked, catchy, uh, very catchy. I like the way they sort of the way they offset and uh, or framed or blocked the different the chipettes and the chipmunks uh, going up against each other and sort of mm-hmm. not really. I guess kind of like battle of the bands esque, but uh, I, I just really enjoyed that
2: sequence so yeah i agree i agree that's my next choice was the music oh okay so i get awesome and the music is is perfect i think majority there's one that i don't really care for that i'll save for another time that we will talk about fair enough good 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 i do own the soundtrack on vinyl that i listen to quite a bit actually wow
0: that's yeah. cool now um, this is totally sidebar question I was. I mean, part of me would like to would, thinks it's cool and hip to collect vinyl, but does do the, as you play the records, don't they break down pretty badly or does not, that not really
2: occur? Not really mine, but honestly, I kind of like the crackle of the LPs, you know, well, okay. break, I like, as long as they don't get scratched, it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. So you not DJing. What do you do with the chipmunk adventure? Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay well that's that's very cool awesome awesome uh so that's one of the things you liked, tim was the music uh let's go back to you paul what's something else you liked about the film
1: something that um going back to the art um because i liked it so much I, but the background detail i thought was very rich in color and mm. it was uh it and it was great to see all these scenes around the world and done so well like in in the background card. They didn't like kind of like, "Oh, we're just going to like there's a lot of scenes to cover, so we got to do this fast." <laughs> but I thought it was uh the background uh, detail was amazing and vibrant.
0: Yeah. I I you know, what? I didn't really pick up on that, but in sort of retrospect thinking about thinking about my viewing of it, I can't disagree with that. I don't remember anything being like, "Man, that was as a lame attempt, so yeah, I, I I'll, I'll side with you this time, Paul. <laughs> this time, uh, well, you you guys like the art. I'm going back to the music. For okay. the second thing I liked was the ending song. I thought it was, in uh, this is sort of like a, a combo I like because I felt like the ending song was uh, really, really was a great way of capping off the movie. It sort of had tension and suspense. Were they going to catch up to the to the brother and sister and all that? And I felt like that was sort of a great way to end this movie. And that was on the whole paced pretty well. I always felt like whenever things might have gone a little too slow with one of the groups, the chipmunks or the chipettes, they went to the other group or went to uh, the the brother and sister uh, bad guys or even the detective and Mario or whatever. I I, I like the way they. They kept things moving and interesting and always going to a different uh, set of characters so that you're never like, okay, all right, what's going on? Now? What's going on over there? It's like, oh, here's what's happening here. Oh, okay, now what's happening
2: here? I I just really appreciated that. I agree. All right. I think Batman Dolls is one of the best songs on the soundtrack. Along, it's tied for me to Off to See the World. Like, and, and the oh, thing okay. is, it kind of plays in the story with both of them. You know? Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. of so the movie with Off to See the World. And Diamond Dolls kind of winds it down. Yeah. Totally.
1: I'm sorry, but I have to dig- disagree with both of you. I think Diamond <laughs> <laughs> Dolls is the worst song on the soundtrack. No, it's
0: I'm like, sorry. Oh. The Snake Charming. We're not getting there.
1: Are, you, We're not getting oh, there. are you kidding me? Oh. Save and by with, the way, save Wooly Bully is the best song on there.
0: Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, is that I thought aren't maybe I'm wrong, but aren't Diamond Dolls and uh, Boys of Rock and Roll. Are those original songs or are they covers? They're yeah, original, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, there you go, Paul. They're yeah, original. I'm like, bully,
2: bully, bully, wooly, 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 bully. wooly, mammoths, whatever it is. Um, okay. Talking more about the music, Miss um, Miller sings Witch Doctor. Oh, in one yeah. Of the- and that's actually one of um, um, Ross Bagdasarian Sr.'s songs when he went under the name Dave Seville in real life as a musician.
0: Oh, yes. I didn't realize he went under that name. That's oh cool. So that's why, and so he's called it. Okay, that's. Yep.
1: And are you going to mention the other song? There's a go ahead. Oh, okay, because the other song is uh, what? Darn it! What is? Are you escaping gonna mention my that, head? That
0: other song, Tim. That's don't why know? I was like
1: setting oh, it up wait. because it's not coming <laughs> up. I don't know what it is. Um, it's it's come on, it's come on a my house. Oh, is yeah. is the t- yeah? But that was. Uh, that was his first hit uh-huh. before oh. Witch Doctor. Oh, okay, so the fact that Miss Miller sang both of those was that's a deep cut for old school fans, so it was a really nice touch. That's really
0: cool. So, what is the sort of the nicest touch about this movie for each of us? Let's talk about our classic makers now, guys. Uh, the for the best me, thing about this, mine is probably mine's probably lame in comparison to your guys's, but honestly. And uh, well, I'll frame this after I say it. I really loved how Simon was just so annoyed about most everything. <laughs> just
1: <laughs> I well, love everything that Alvin's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's I mean, pretty that's much, his character. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, well, and so growing up, before, so I'm one of four boys growing up. So before our my fourth, the fourth boy, so my third brother. Before he was in the world, me and my brothers were Alvin the Chipmunks. And so me and my next youngest brother picked, uh, I picked Simon. He picked Alvin. So de facto, the third was uh, Theodore. He didn't really get a choice. And then when we were four, we were the Ninja Turtles, and I was Donatello. Uh, uh, so you're the next nerd one, guy. Yeah, the, the nerd, nerd guy. Pretty much <laughs> regardless of groups,
1: I'm the nerd guy. But uh, you know what's funny knowing you and your brothers? I never put this together. It seems that yeah, your the second oldest is always getting into more trouble. Uh-huh. Quote unquote. And he's Raphael. Kind of, yeah, yeah, and he's like kind of like ring leading everybody around and but you're you well, you're actually the oldest, but you're kind of like trying to keep the group under control like no, no, let's
0: not do this. Let's Yeah, so it all makes sense. Exactly. War and yeah. peace. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, so that was my classmaker. Tim, how about you? What did you love most about The Chipmunk Adventure, well, at least this time watching it?
2: I'm actually going to agree with you. What? Oh my gosh. I'm okay. That because they actually, I think almost all the characters, if not all of them, seemed so real watching them. The siblings seemed like siblings 100%. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a
0: Dave good point.
2: Seemed like a father. Dave seemed like a, a great father. You know, mm-hmm. of course, he goes off and. <laughs> how much did he, he paid for the hotel room? Seriously, in Paris. I don't know oh, with yeah. that view. Cause, yeah, because
0: yeah. he's well. That looking the, the company Eiffel paid power, for right?
2: it. <laughs> it's the yeah. record label that paid for it. They have the money exactly. But I, 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 am just honored that they actually got the family ride, It seems like, in my eyes, at least.
0: Yeah, I could see that. The only the only pushback I'll give you is that I feel like. Well, let me see if it's in my dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think I touch on it too much. But okay, so the, the brother and sister, the the villains, Klaus uh, and I forget the Cla- Claudia. Is it Claudia? Yes. I feel like I mean, really, really, you're going to hire kids to go. <laughs> that yeah. seemed unbelievable, and from a Hello. character like an actual like legitimate crime family type, you're not going right. to hire
1: kids to do that. Why not? In fact, coming out this weekend is you're, about you're a true story about-, about
0: to go on air balloons, which can't yeah. be guided. Maybe and they can.
1: There's a little, you know, heat. I saw this movie. They guided them. You know, it took a little while. You know, at first they were practicing with the joysticks
0: and the arcade. And I'm <laughs> shaking my head, Paul. I know you can't hear that. If I could, if I could make an audio version of me shaking my head, SMHing, I would do it. But I can't, right. so I'll just have to tell you about that. Anyway, that's fine. But yes, I, I would agree that definitely in terms of the chipmunks, especially they got them feeling like a family like there's inner sibling rivalry and inner sibling camaraderie which was mm-hmm. totally effective so yes totally agree um paul how about you what was your classic maker
1: my okay. classic maker is an ongoing theme that has been discussed through the like section is that's <laughs> the music oh, for me that's this, why all the songs on it. okay yes that was it,
2: what i was gonna say honestly <laughs> i'm glad you said it.
1: I, I, I own the soundtrack, not on vinyl. Sorry, I have it on C D. Sorry. I own the on disc. <laughs> I it's it's in my playlist. I love to listen. I even like the chipmunk adventure theme. Like oh. for, on its own, the the instrumental theme. I know it doesn't have that rock and roll, like it doesn't feel very chipmunk. But as far as a score,
2: uh I thought it's beautifully written. So oh. as a kid, I used to take up my uh, tape recorder to the T V and record all the songs and, and uh, my own cassette to make up my own soundtrack. Nice. That's what I did with the soundtrack. That's awesome.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know how to transition, because that that's just an awesome memory. Oh, man. One more thing I liked that I forgot to tell you guys. You might even say it's untold because it's The Untold Podcast, a speculative fiction podcast utilizing the genres of science fiction, fantasy, and horror, among others, in order to engage the culture's imagination from a Christian worldview. Every month, Nathan James Norman produces and narrates a new story presented in a unique and dynamic way. Some of my favorite episodes are Standoff, a flash fiction about a good cop snake in a robotic suit, which is episode 71, and The True Light, a fairy tale about a heroine who uses her mystical light to find those lost in a deep cave, and that's episode 13. I'm a big fan of the Untold podcast, and I bet you will be too if you check them out at untoldpodcast.com, so listen to them and leave them a night review if you love them, because I'm pretty sure you will.
1: So that sounds great. But what does that have to do with the chipmunk adventure, Francisco?
0: Oh, well, well, much like the chipmunks experience uh, many different cultures in this movie, listeners of the Untold podcast can experience many different genres of speculative Christian fiction. So it's like the same. It's two sides of the same coin, really. Right. It totally fits in. You don't Uh, believe me? All right, fine, fine. Well, how about this? this <laughs> let's talk about our trivial question. How about that? Is that that okay? Oh, with okay, you, Paul? yeah, okay, fine,
1: right. yes. Yeah, so let's get on with the show. Thanks.
0: <laughs> like I said, we asked on social media what you all remembered about the Chipmunk Adventure. But before we get to your answers, let's go around and answer the trivial question, which again was: What weapon would you want to master training in if you had to travel the world? Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Paul.
1: My answer is a slingshot. And really, I had yeah, I had a couple growing up. Um, some of the, but you get a nice one. It it it's not only like not detected by metal detectors, so you can bring it on airports or wherever you're going. But you get the right uh, weapons or right things to sling. It'll shatter bones, so you can protect yourself. So I and but to be able to be like Legolas and like hit exactly where you want. You know, to get trained that sure. well, that
2: would be amazing. But, I mean, you know, you, you're now on the FBI's most wanted list, per se. <laughs> yes,
1: for me and my slingshot that I don't have or the skills that go with it.
0: <laughs> but don't you worry about not finding good projectiles when you're in different locations throughout the world? Well,
1: you can have a bag of marbles with you if you need to, but then as you're going along, there's always, there's usually rocks or whatever. I
0: don't no that's a good point how about you tim what would you what would you want to be
2: trained in i was putting myself into this movie kind of so if i were one of the chipmunks in a hot air balloon i would choose a sniper rifle (laughs) 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 because you're high up in the air you know that's fair yeah yeah down for the balloon you just sniper everybody off nice yeah that's Good.
1: <laughs> right. I'm just thinking, you're watching a happy chipmunk, you know, they're singing below, and all of a sudden people are falling
0: around them like,
1: hey, leave my brother alone. Oh
0: <laughs> and now I have two FBI's most wanted lists uh, going. Um, all right, good, number three. Number three. I would actually want to probably master an axe because I feel like that's pretty versatile. You can use it for for you know self protection, self defense if you need. But you, you need to hack down a tree. You need to uh, you know you need to make a toothpick. I don't cut your carrots. <laughs> hack down forest if you're like going through the jungle. It seems it seems like a, a a very versatile weapon. So to be able to hey. use it. Skillfully in all manner of ways, I think would be very helpful.
1: Uh, quick question, Francisco. <laughs> yes. <What? Paul. laughs> Who's your favorite character in Lord of the Rings? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you this he has the eyes of a hawk and the ears of a fox.
1: Brave Star?
0: Gimli, Paul. Of-
1: <laughs> Eyes of the Hawk, Ears of the Wolf, right.
0: Okay, yeah, here's of anyway. Fox, oh my gosh.
1: Okay, so he carries around a big axe. So yeah, yeah it makes sense that you would like to be <laughs> trained. All right. Okay,
0: fine. Call me out. I I like dwarves, okay?
1: Hey, I, at, 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 least hey
0: you're, now. At, at least you're consistent. I guess so. All right, let's get to... <laughs> those were great answers, guys, by the way. Uh, let's get to some of the feedback from, our, from social media. First off, uh, Christopher Wilson Sullivan says... We're the boys of rock and roll. Yep. Rock? Wait. He said, actually, boys of rock and roll rock. So, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the <laughs> lyric, Christopher, but nice try. Uh, World L White says, I remember a Saturday morning cartoon series in the 80s, uh, in the 80s, a 60s incarnation, including their Christmas song video. I remember numerous records. Yes, I said records. I'm 45. I remember seeing the trailer for the movie, uh, but remember... Uh, but don't remember actually seeing the movie or any other animated fair until the Jason Lee uh, movies appeared. So that's a no, <laughs> as in what you remember. Okay, well, fair enough, uh, Wardale. Thank you. Uh, Danae Berg says, I own this on VHS and DVD. Big smile emoji. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don't you know that we're off to see the world? We're off to find our dream. Oh, wait, that's a song. Apparently, I I don't know how that one goes. Uh, We're off to find our dreams. Uh, Rewatching as an adult, I realized how inappropriate a lot of it was. I wouldn't say a lot of it, Danae, but there is certainly some of it that is. Uh, But apparently, that went over my head as a child. Yes, as it, it did for me. Andrew Simpson says the music was great. So he agrees with us, guys. Yeah. Uh, Simone Ercolanami? Simon Su- colomini, Something like that says Remember, this was the first full length film that the Chipmunks had ever starred in. This is also how we first met the Chipettes, too, which I don't think is accurate. I think they're in the cartoon.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Before this. Okay. Were they were in the cartoon before? Okay yeah I thought so, but thank you, uh Simon or Simone. I'm not quite but sure, but
1: in the cartoons, they never squared off like singing against each other like they
0: did in this movie, and this movie delivered that in a major way yes, during that song totally in Greece. <laughs> I think it's Greece, right? Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Nate Henderson says, oh, man, that would be a fun one to discuss. Well, hopefully you're having fun listening to this, Nate. Uh, so Join the
1: discussion online.
0: Hey, exactly. Yeah, let us know what you thought about our feedback. Did you? Were you a big fan of the music? Did you uh, think that the chipmunks really felt like a family? Let us know.
1: But now, would you like to be trained with an axe? <laughs> oh,
0: gosh. Yeah, let us know what weapon you would like to be trained in. That would be also awesome to hear. Uh, but now, guys, it's kind of time to move to the things we don't like so much about this movie. I'll kick us off. Uh, where do I begin? As I put my glasses back on. Okay. So, hey, Simon, you guys really liked the. <laughs> you guys really liked the animation, and for the most part, I, I agree with you. The animation was really high quality. Except this bugged me so much that the eye pinpricks of light were so inconsistent in terms of like, sometimes they're dead center in the eyes and almost the full pupil. Sometimes they're off to the side like they should be. Other times they're just like, they're anywhere in between all those. And it just what, really- Are you talking about the glare was, in somebody's eyes? Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, that little like white dot of light you see yeah. in most people's eyes in real life okay. and also animation. Like, especially at the beginning, they're like full on, you could barely see any pupil. It's all like, all pinprick, all the, the light source pinpricks. Uh, so not so much pinprick, more like ballpoint, Q-tip size. Well, I don't know. Whatever. I hate
1: to break this to you, Francisco, but in real life, characters move and so does light. And so as they move, that that light can get bigger as they draw closer to that source or smaller as they draw away and move. So they're not always on the side, perfect, just how you want it to see, but they move around.
0: I'm sorry. If there is a big, if there's a light bulb flashlight right in front of you, then it makes sense for there to be a big white light source right dead center in your eye. Otherwise, there isn't. And they were not having anything like that. It was all ambient light from as much as I could tell.
2: I have a better solution for this. Oh, okay. Give give it to us. Early on in the movie, the boys go to Mexico. Maybe they pick up some good stuff to smoke. Oh <laughs> As about to, some mind altering substances that
0: also messes with the eyes.
2: Yeah, that's what it is, right there. Yeah.
0: We don't condone you uh, give your chipmunks any sort of uh, alcoholic beverages, but we'll leave it to your or, own discretion. Other, or, substances, substances, or other substances,
1: mind altering, yes,
0: <laughs> or, or eyeball <laughs> al- altering substances. But I'll say that would only change the dilation, if anything, Tim. Not the light source.
2: Hey. It's, it's, a, it's a cartoon. That's all i got to say. It's a cartoon. All right. Well, I'm sorry that
1: are. bugged you so much. One of my dislikes is actually with... I. We talked about how fluid the animation was, but there were some... Of it that wasn't so fluid, and some oh, like, like angles of the characters when they moved like at at a side or it just looked like the it was off hmm. and it seemed like for me it seemed and I and it's scattered throughout the movie. It seems like some scenes were kind of like like rushed through a little bit uh as compared to others cool. so some of it wasn't as fluid as others Maybe like that's what inspired from Disney.
0: Maybe, yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys aren't fluid enough. You're out. It has nothing to do with <laughs> Black Cauldron not doing well. You're out. Yeah, I could. I, you know what? I totally agree with you, Paul. When it comes to those uh, light sources on the eyes, totally not. No. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> didn't even notice
1: those eye sources. But watch
0: <laughs> but, next time you watch. That's all you're gonna see. I, ah, I see, hope not. See, I, see. Ah, it's uh, a pun and real okay. truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh so I believe Tim. Uh, you said you only have
2: one dislike, correct? Yeah, because I love this movie so much. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, that's fine. All so right. We'll save yours. Me and Paul, okay. will just go back a couple more times before we get to our tragic makers.
1: Um, All right. Let me go with mine because that was actually my second. I have this oh, one okay. that I really, kind. it's it's kind of in there, but kind of not. But ever since we uh, reviewed the movie Jaws for our podcast, oh, which yeah. was my first time watching it, and John oh, Williams right. did an yes. amazing score yes, in that. indeed it's kind of weird seeing it every time there's a shark there's kind of like a fake jaws soundtrack with it yeah so that it's it's kind of frustrating to see that in a big screen movie like i can understand if it's during the cartoon series where you know like oh here's cart you know but i wish the 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 composer did a little bit better than a jaws knockoff during you know the intense scene
2: yeah it's, it's, it's almost
1: like you know they used a knockoff composer like john billions or something <laughs> but he probably would have done
2: better probably <laughs> but, probably but only because you're so used to other movies doing that so back in 1987 maybe it wasn't so popular maybe um i don't know
1: i think it's so iconic the, the jaws was in 70s i think it was done i just think it's just an example of it you might be right, Tim, that it wasn't done as often, but now when it comes up, it it's almost like, all right, have have we beat that dead
0: horse enough yet? And I wonder if if themes like Jaws have become almost archetypal in that when yeah. you, when you have a shark, you want to almost play to a stereotype musically because it evokes an emotion that most everyone shares because so many people have seen Jaws. That yeah. it, it's just an easy, it's an easy. It's, um, it's low hanging fruit. It's yeah, a shortcut. It's a shortcut yeah. to get at the emotion uh, yeah. rather than having. And like I said, I thought this was paced really well. You don't want a lot of like, uh, okay, okay, I get it. Where there's a shark here. We don't, we don't. It's just a, yeah, fast tracking the tension, I think helps.
1: Yeah. I like, like I said, I thought the the music did provide that tension. I just wish they spent a little more time okay. to create their own.
0: I didn't really notice, it didn't really pick up for me. I can see what you're On saying, it. but. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I didn't like, uh, and then we'll get to our tragic makers. <laughs> I'm just laughing because my tragic makers. So, so me. So, the next thing I just like is nitpicky, but it's not as nitpicky as my tragic maker. So, here's my second most nitpicky is thing. <laughs> Do you guys remember when they're trying to get, uh, they, they call Dave really, I guess, early in the morning, his time mm-hmm. in Paris. And they're trying to get him to record all these different words. Yeah, (laughs) They're trying to get him to record all these different words. And so they do that. Then when they play the tape for Mrs. Miller, first off, Theodore starts with the phone right next to the recorder, which, okay, that makes sense. But then he messes all this up. Then when he finally gets it playing correctly, the phone's nowhere near the recorder. (laughs) So how in the world is Miss Miller hearing it just fine?
1: I thought you were going to say when he played it back, it didn't sound all choppy like... I'd no, like I mean, the boy to. Uh, that it was kind been of late. Like, I would have loved you know, that, but yeah, but you would even mourn it. To-
2: <laughs> I okay. always noticed that as a kid because he like faints or something like that, yeah, right there, Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. Lord. I mean, I've noticed that, but I've never really thought about it.
0: <laughs> well, now you can think about it, Tim. In fact, think <laughs> about it right now and add it to your dislikes. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Um, but okay, but you know what? Kidding aside, let's get to our the things we just liked most about this movie. And Tim, since it's been a well, while, why don't you lay it on us? What's one thing? The one thing you really don't like about this
2: movie? All right. So my what my favorite thing is, is the music, except mm. for one song that I cannot stand. Can I oh, gu- yeah. Can I guess it? Please.
0: The Snake Charming song.
2: Yes. Getting yes. lucky. Yes. So Adam. I can think of a thousand more songs that they could choose. Indeed. It just doesn't make any sense. I can hear some of the lyrics, "Honey, you're a sweet thing, ain't mm-hmm. so fine. All I ever wanted is to make you mine." That's okay. That's okay, yeah, right? No, that's not bad. Yeah. Chorus: um, Give me a clue. Tell me what I need to do to get lucky with you. It, but it didn't stop there. Hold on. Getting lucky. Ooh, getting lucky. It's re- It's really what it's all about. Getting lucky. Mmm, getting lucky. Yes. It's So that- odd. For taming snakes
0: for a kids movie, exactly, and I mean, right. and snakes can be an innuendo for something else too. So it's oh really my creepy. Gosh. It's really oh my creepy. God.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Ty, I'm I'm gonna have to interject. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right, now just hear me <laughs> out. Okay, when I, I I saw this in the theater, I don't know, eighty seven, so I was ten. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't think quote unquote getting lucky meant sex. I sure. thought at the time. Getting lucky meant, oh, I'm lucky to be with you. Kind of like I'm boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, no, just to be like, oh, if I were to, okay, pardon the expression, but hook up, mm-hmm. especially back then, it was like, oh, let's like get together. Let's, you know, be boyfriend and girlfriend. So, right. And of course, well, these are chipmunks. They're also animals. I mean, you know, there's interspecies things going on here. <laughs> anyway,
0: let's get this worse.
1: Yeah. So to me, I didn't find it inappropriate at all at a young age. Now, was I naive? Yes. I think we probably all were, yes. Right. But I don't think it's as bad. Now, you're right, Tim. They could have picked other songs. But I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. But I
2: don't think either, but it's, just, it's just an
0: odd choice. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's definitely okay. So a little, another little tangent, guys. So I'm watching this movie early in the morning because that's when I had time to watch it. Okay, guess so. My wife's like ambivalent about the movie. Guess what scene she walks in? She wakes up and walks in on rewatching. Getting lucky with snakes? Yes, getting lucky with snakes. She's so like, she's like, what? What's going on? I'm like, I thought I honestly swear it hasn't been too. like this the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun. I like the
1: song. It's fun, upbeat, catchy. It's you know, you know and they're what? dancing. You
0: and can be wrong, Paul. That's fine. It's okay. And uh, I'll, I'll enjoy my wrongness. Sorry. Okay, you do that and without on your CD and not your vinyl. Not like cool like yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. So when this song
2: comes on my vinyl. I just pick up the the needle and skip it. That's nice oh. mean, as you should.
0: Of course, then Aww. that makes that the best sounding parts so, of hmm dilemma. Anyway, uh, Paul, oh, you said you like the scratchy. So maybe it doesn't. Anyway, tangents aside, Paul, what is your tragic maker?
1: My tragic maker is the whole thing of them deceiving Dave and Miss Miller. Um, oh, that there's a lot wrapped up around that. I don't like to see that amongst the main characters. I don't like Simon... Like Theodore saying, I feel funny. And Simon's like, Yeah, it's called guilt. Basically, grow up and deal with it. And it's kind of, he didn't say it like that, but it's kinda, his actions did. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and then, oh, why do you get Miss Miller to
0: watch your kids? <laughs> I yeah. Mean, they probably not, did it after this. I but. Mean, sure, Dave <laughs> seems like a good dad, but that's not the best parenting decision.
2: Which is, yeah. what's weird is in the cartoon series, Miss Miller was the uh, mom the chipettes so yeah watching the chipettes in the movie as well
0: yeah oh weird yeah i didn't i didn't realize that or i had yeah, forgotten Their last
2: names are, are miller in the cartoon yeah oh interesting so
1: they were adopted by miss yeah.
2: miller yeah. so why would not she watching them as well
1: that's what i thought growing up like
2: well, why is she so concerned about
1: her boys where, where is she? does she know where her girls are But did that come after did Miss Miller come after the movie or before? No, that might be a
2: good point. I don't know. Or could it be assumed
0: Well no, I was gonna say it could be assumed that the Chipettes came along with Miss Miller. That's why you see almost after Dave leaves they're playing together at the arcade right away. There's no like sort of them scene of them meeting so much and introducing them, it's to sort of assume that they're there. Maybe I don't know. But then it's like, why doesn't she care where they are at throughout the whole movie? It's like, right. I was about to say, but I like the
1: fact that nobody's asking, okay, they did this whole elaborate scene about the chipmunks deceiving, you know, their guardians to get. Nobody's wondering how the chipettes got
0: out. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Okay. That's, that's a totally fair one, Paul. Uh, now, here's one. Here's my nitpickiest of the nitpickiest. Why in the world? Riddle me this, Batman. Why in the world would a penguin have a locket with a picture of our parents in it?
1: Because <laughs> it's a cartoon. <laughs> exactly. It's not real life. Wait, why are the chipmunks talking English? <laughs> who taught them
0: that? <laughs> okay, well, if that's the case, why aren't penguins talking English? Just anthropomorphizes everything. <laughs> well, tell, tell me.
2: They're talking, maybe. maybe they're a tribe, who doesn't speak in English. Yeah.
0: Yet yeah. they have they have photographic
2: technology. That's that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part of the movie always reminded me of Ducktales and the highlight oh. episode. Go meet the Penguins.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Same
2: year actually as Ducktales did. So I don't know if one kind of They probably would be made around the same time. Honestly, yeah, both were eighty-seven. Yeah,
0: but in that, were. the Penguins talked. They, I believe, they're. I seem to remember them talking. Them. I didn't color. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I know it's, it's. If you've listened to this show, I know for any amount of time, you're like, yeah, that sounds like Francisco, all right?
2: You, you know I, what? Glad you guys are nitpicking, because that means it's a good movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a decent point. Good point. All right, guys. Well, those are the things, both big and small, uh, that we didn't like about the movie. Now, uh, before we get to our final rating, uh, we want to let you know about some awesome things happening with uh, Tim and Saturday Morning Rewind. Uh, First off, uh, if you are a fan of uh, the Chipmunk Adventure and want to hear more from one of the voice actors, Anthony DeLongis, uh, Tim actually did an interview with him, and that's what you can find at Saturday Morning Rewind. A lot of interviews with uh, awesome voice actors. Uh, But if you go to SaturdayMorningRewind.com slash Anthony DeLongis, hyphen d day hyphen longis hyphen podcast hyphen interview dot html and we will have a link to that in uh, Tim's host page uh, then you can go listen to that podcast episode it's also I believe episode 131 if you want to search for it that way uh, also, we want you to go and check out uh, Saturday Morning Rewind on YouTube. That's just YouTube.com slash Saturday Morning Rewind. Uh, one of the videos up there is uh, Tim went to uh, Disneyland looking for Disney Afternoon uh, merchandise and or or different things uh, themed as Disney Afternoon. That was a fun uh, little short that he did. Uh, and last but not least, Tim will be at LA Comic Con uh, the weekend of October 26th. So he's nothing's really planned other than being there. But he'll be walking around. So if you see him, say hi. Especially if I was you're
2: supposed to, be, I was supposed to be doing a panel, but oh. the main guest had to bow out. So I'm just going to be there walking around doing interviews. Cool. Gotcha. Kind
0: of okay. Well. Cool. Very, very cool. Uh, hopefully, it's a lot of fun, though. And so, yeah, if you're in the L.A. area, uh, definitely uh, and you're at Comic-Con, try to find him. Hunt him down and say, Do now, Tim, can you explain <laughs> to me why you're okay with this penguin having a locket? Why are you okay with that? No, i <laughs> i hope somebody
2: does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be amazing. Please let I'm us a, know if that happens.
2: I'm going myself with a penguin's mom in the locket.
0: Oh my gosh! Do that, please. That would be amazing. That's how. That's how you can know it's Tim. He'll have exactly. a locker of a penguin in it. A six foot four guy wearing a Saturday Marty Rewind hat. But either way, either way, e- either way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so yeah, definitely check out Tim, and we'll have those links on his host page at Retro Rewind slash slash Tim Nidell. and uh, or just click on his little image in the episode on the episode page.
2: One other uh, quick thing. Uh, yeah. One of my go for interviews. It last year actually it was at last year's la comic con when i interviewed alan oppenheimer who was the voice of skeletor the original he-man oh fun um, i did the interview with him there it was in person and uh he doesn't do too many interviews and uh after the interview was done he was kind of touched with the interview and off camera he came in and you know, she gave me a kiss on my cheek oh yes from Skeletor on my (laughs) channel. Like an hour later, his manager came over to me and says, Tim, he never does that to anybody. Oh, wow. It's actually in my top 10 favorite memories of all time. Not just the podcast, but all time.
0: That's so cool. I'm so glad you got to experience something like that. Wow. Wow! 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 Thanks for telling us about that. So,
2: and, oh, and that video, the interview, is on the YouTube channel. So go check out that interview. Not the kiss, but I wish, I wish Gary, <laughs> my co-host, was recording, but he wasn't.
0: Vidsur didn't happen. No, that's that's really cool, Tim. Uh, awesome. So yeah, another reason to go subscribe to Saturday Morning Rewind on YouTube. Uh, now let's get to our final rating, Alice. We've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer. Do you have a firing solution for us? <laughs> Solution complete. Rating Salvo the ready on your mark. Alrighty, do we rate the Chipmunk Adventure a classic? We'd recommend anyone go and watch this movie, whether or not they've seen it whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth a rewatch if you enjoyed it as a kid, but if you haven't watched it before, it probably isn't worth your time to seek out for the first time. Or a tragic. It's not worth your time watching today, whether or not you've seen it before. So let's start with our guest, Tim. How do you rate the Chipmunk Adventure? I am going to go ahead and say tragic. tragic. Oh. What? Pretty <laughs> awful. I'm so kidding. I figured. I was like, I was totally going to subsume your answer because I figured you'd say classic for the comedy, and then you went said the same thing. I was ahead of you. I was ahead of
2: you. Oh, there- I, I don't know how many times I've seen it. I know I've seen it more than once a year. So honestly, I don't know how many times I've seen it. Uh-huh. And I'd never get bored with it. Never. Wow. So when you guys told me you're doing this episode, you said, don't watch it for a while. And that's yeah. hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sacrificing for us. What an honor. Thank you. Um, so,
1: Tim, you had mentioned before in your podcast that this is your favorite non-Disney, Non-Disney. Yeah. 2D animation.
2: Is that still true? It is one hundred percent true. I think number two is private land before time.
0: Oh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, and what's your favorite Disney animation? Just curious. Ask that that is, it usually changes, but for a while it's been Pinocchio. Oh wow! Wow, totally disagree with you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Francisco hasn't learned to let his
0: conscience be his guide yet. <laughs> Gosh, I have not. Indeed. Okay, so classic from Tim. Very cool. Uh, Paul, what's a you? I predicted nostalgic,
1: but I was surprised how much I uh, enjoyed rewatching this again more than I thought I would. So I'm going to say classic. If you haven't seen this, I'd recommend it. Okay. You might just like it.
0: Fair enough. That's uh. so pretty much my vote. Doesn't matter so much. <laughs> Because we have two classics. No, that's fine. Uh, But, you know, you might be thinking, well, Francis is definitely going to, so many nitpicks, he's definitely going to rate this a tragic. Well, you guessed wrong. Um, Because I, you know what, this was funner than I was expecting. I did enjoy it. It's not to the level of, like, I'm going to say, hey, to my uh, daughter and son, you've got to watch this. It's so great. Uh, I knew that. Yeah, that's fine. That's why it's a classic to you, Uh, but for me, it's just a nostalgic. It's fun to rewatch if you, especially if you're a chipmunk fan growing up. I think it's still gonna it's gonna hit some of those nostalgia feels for you. Uh, But otherwise, if you if you're if you're a fan of the newer movies, I don't think going back unless you wanted to see sort of the roots. I don't think it's gonna be like oh wow, this is even better than those or anything like that. So all right, but given that, given our, our our individual ratings. According to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate The Chipmunk Adventure a disputed classic movie. We recommend going out and seeing this, even if you haven't seen it before. Yes. Alrighty. Now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. ComSat Online. Receiving incoming transmission. Okay, to start off, as far as feedback, just wanted to say a thank you to Rathian Hudson and Christopher Bowles over on Twitter for their engagement there. Uh, even though I've been kind of a wall on Twitter, not doing engaging too much, but appreciate you guys uh, tweeting at us and communicating with us uh, there. I Specifically, want to say for Christopher Bowles, he tweeted that he voted on the movies uh, we covered, and how can you do that? Well, glad you asked that. You can vote on the movies we cover at Retro Rewind Podcast.com slash vote. You can buy our t shirts at Retro Podcast.com slash store, get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon at Retro Podcast.com slash support, and contact us at Retro Rewind Podcast.com slash contact. Uh, and I want to say for the voting, uh, if you were close to this, this is. Uh, This episode, then one more before we uh, pick the next five movies, which currently are, if we were to end voting today, the next five would be Rush Hour, The Iron Giant, The Little Mermaid, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the, uh, The Little Mermaid and Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Alice in Wonderland, number five. Those are all the Disney animated versions. So if you like how those are those being in the top five then i guess you don't have to vote but if you want to vote anything up or any of those out of the top five go and vote at retro rewind com slash vote paul have you voted
1: of course i probably should
0: be in one of the
1: the guestos
0: i voted too so you voted awesome how else can people reach us and also you You can talk to us on
1: social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can also watch us record these very podcasts as well as live streams, of video games, and pixel art illustration if you follow us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. But if you just want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com and you can... Contact me there of all my social media links and whatever. Or you can just listen to the next episode when we cover 2001 A Space Odyssey. There's quite a range between Chipmunks and 2001 Space Odyssey. Sorry,
0: I I just hear the words. Is that your prediction? (laughs) Space Odyssey. Uh well that may give you a tip off as what I predict uh, that movie to be but who knows I, I I may be I may be floored by it this time but thank you so much Paul always oh, fun yes. doing this podcast with you really appreciate you co-hosting and uh, yeah thanks for being here Yep you're welcome and speaking of twitch.tv, uh, we now have 10 Twitch circuits, which is a really cool mm-hmm. milestone. Uh, and we want to thank them so much. You can become a Twitch circuit uh, by uh, going to, I think you can learn, you can do it for free, quote unquote, with your Amazon prime membership, if you have one of those, uh, but go to retro podcast.com slash Twitch prime, all one word. And that will take you to my video on how to become a, a, a Twitch Prime subscriber, again, for free, quote unquote. But thank you so much to our Twitch circuits uh, Chris Nitz, Eric the Viking for Herky, Paul J. Powers, Nathan James Norman, Mad Cowan, uh, Christian Geek Central, Doc Holiday 364, Dale 71129, Rodius, 1886, and Napod. Thank you all so, so much. And I am also super, super grateful to our guest, uh, Tim, for taking time to discuss. Uh, the Chipmunk Adventure with us. Uh, Tim, where can people find you online? We've mentioned a little bit it before, but go ahead and plug again. And is there anything else you'd like to promote?
2: Um, you can, they can find me on the, my website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. All my contacts are on there. If you find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Saturday Rewind. And on Facebook, just type in Saturday Morning Rewind. Um, of course, YouTube, all the links are on the website. So you just go on the website and find me there.
0: Fantastic. Thank you again, Tim. and it it's awesome having you on the show.
2: A lot of fun. We need to do it again sometime.
0: Awesome. We'd love to have you back. <clears throat> uh, but you know what? As much as I love Tim and Paul being here, I appreciate you the most. Yes, you listening right now. Whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of our awesome Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us. And we pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at and Instagram at F-X-R-U-I-Z-X, and you can uh, you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be a part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us as, at either of those, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> Retro rewind mission complete. Proceed to nap point Omega and return to base. No Paul.
1: <laughs>
0: hey 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 Tim, are, are are you interested in being a co-host on, an, on another podcast? <laughs> By any chance? Okay, cut kind it, of fall. I'm going to mute you. Don't make me mute you. I'll come over there and mute you right now.